Welcome everyone to the Ohave Torah Daf Yomi Shiva. Today's Shiva is Daf Kuf Yud Dalit. We will begin also on Kuf Yud Gimel Amurbet today. We left off Chamisha Devanim Tziva Kenan Et Banav. The first one line is Law. It's about 14 lines from the bottom of the page. Says the Gemara, Chamisha Devarim. There's five things that Canaan told his sons. Number one, you should love each other. And you should love stealing. You should love immorality. You should hate your masters. And always lie. Basically he's saying to Be bad people altogether. There's a Ben Ishchai that explains this. Shisha Durim Namru Basus, the sixth thing they said about a horse. Ohevet the Zenut, it loves to have relations. Ohevet the Melchama, it loves war. Beruchol Gasa, it thinks a lot of itself. Um Oes Atashina, it hates sleep. Ohevet Albed eats a lot. Um Motzi Kamiya, it doesn't go to the bathroom much. Veshomrim, Vakesh Laharog Baalab Melchama, some say it tries to kill. It's master during the war, which means it goes to the bathroom at a time when its master is in big danger. Says the Gemara, Shiva minadim l'shamayim. There's seven who are minadim l'shamayim, which means Hashem wants to put them out in cherem. Number one, Yudi she'en loisha. If you have a Jewish person without a wife, Doesn't want to get married. Or a guy who has married doesn't want to have children. Tosfot explains. Or a person who has kids and he doesn't raise them to learn Torah. Or a person doesn't put on tefillin. Doesn't put on tefillin on his garment. Person doesn't have mezuzah on his door. A person doesn't put shoes on his feet. A person doesn't wear shoes. You walk around publicly, it doesn't look proper. A person who has people who get together for a mitzvah and he doesn't join them is also put in harem, in shamayim, as it were. Okay. How, how do you know that you can't you can't ask questions to people who do astrology? as it says, You have to be complete with Hashem, your God. Which means you're you're, you're trusting Hashem. You don't have to see what's going on in the future. Hashem will take care of you. How do you know if your friend is greater than you in one way, you have to give him respect? Because of the extra wisdom that they had, that Daniel had, Hashem made it that the king put him in charge of the whole kingdom. And therefore, when Darius realized 
that that Daniel was the greatest, he made him better than the rest. And therefore, if you see that one of your friends are greater than you, you have to always put them ahead of you as well. Now, it could be that over here the word the king is referring to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore it, it, we should also have a similar idea to what King Darius did with Daniel, that we should, if we see someone who have greater knowledge than us, we should respect them as well. Also, a woman, during her days of Dam Tohar, she's not allowed to have relations. Now, to understand this, you have to know that a woman who gave birth is Tameh for a week. Then she goes into Dam Tohar from either day 8 to day 40, or 15 to 80 if it's a girl. During these days, the Torah days, even if she bleeds, she's allowed to have relations. After that, it, re- it really starts, and she has to become a nida. Now, of course, nowadays, we don't, we don't, we're not make you like this, we're worried about it. But we're telling you now, that Yosheva Dam Torah is Asurah Shemesh, which means once the days end, we don't let her have, we make her have at least one day. <clears throat> that she will not have relations in order to be sure that she gets used to the feeling that blood stops her from having relations, which means the following. During the Dam Torah days, She's allowed to bleed and still have relations. After the Dam Torah, she's regular where, where blood has to stop her from having relations. And therefore, we have one day where there's a break where she won't have relations in the olden days. When she was allowed to have the Dam Torah days, she had to have this break. Mars says, Ad Kama, how far, how long does that have to go? Arav Ona. It's one Ona period, which is either a full daytime period or a full nighttime period. Now that's. Last statement was by Rabbi Yosef Ishhutzal. Tana, we learned in the Brayta. Who Yosef Ishhutzal? Who Yosef Ababli? It's the same person as Yosef Ahutzal. And it's the same person as Yosef Ababli is the same person. Hold on a second. So now, who Yosef Ishhutzal, Yosef Ababli? Some say that Yosef Ishhutzal was Yosef Ababli. And it's the same person as Isi Bargur Yu Arya. Who Isi Ban Yehuda is also Isi Ben Yehuda. Who Isi ben Gamliel is also Isi ben Gamliel. Who Isi ben Mahalel, these are all names of the same person. What's his real name? Isi ben Akbaya Shemo. Mara also says, Who Rabbi Yitzchak ben Tavla, who Rabbi Yitzchak ben Chakla. Rabbi Yitzchak ben Tavla is also Rabbi Yitzchak ben Chakla. Who Rabbi Yitzchak ben Allah is also known as Rabbi Yitzchak ben Ilah. The same, these rabbis have multiple names. How do you have so many names? Why do they have so many names? I don't know. Whenever you see Rabbi Yitzchak ben Acha, that's what they say his name if it's a statement about Halacha. If you see Rabbi Yitzchak being quoted as in Agartha, it's always Rabbi Yitzchak by Pinchas. How could you remember which one's which? You look at the, the pasuk that says, Shimeunia listen, my brothers 
and my people. That's a way to remember. Shmuni is a shmata, and achai is acha. So shmuni acha tells you that the shmata, the halacha one, is a bishuk by acha. Okay? Now, Amar Abba, Barbachana, Amar Biochanan, Mishmei, the Behuda Barlai. Echol Batzel, Veshev Batzel. Eat an onion and sit in the shade. Which means eat cheap food and sit in your house. Don't get used to eating geese and chicken, which are fancy foods. And then you'll have to run after them. You always need them. It's worth it to lower your eating and drinking and make sure to increase your home. When we're talking about a home, we're talking about your home in Shemayim. When Ula came, he says, in the, in the West, in Israel, they have a statement that says, if you eat the tail of an animal, which is the expensive part of the animal, then you have to hide in the attic when the credit card companies knock on the door to get the payments. If you eat vegetables, then you could walk around the streets in the in the streets of the city, kikili. And everyone will see you, and you don't have to worry about anyone because you don't owe anyone money. Says the Gemara. Brand new Mishnah. Mazgulo Kosti Shon. Talking about the Seder. They pour the guy the first cup of the Seder. Bet Shemai says the way they make the Kiddush is first you mention the Kiddush, and you end the Kiddush. Baruch Hashem, he says, no, you start with Borei Pergefen, then you say the Yom, then you say the day of the Kiddush. So that's my Chlok of Bet Shemayim Bet Yilel. Tanur Rav Nohot in the Brayta. There's a bunch of things that Bet Shemayim Bet Yilel disagree on in the Suda. Number one, Bet Shemayim says you make Yom, and then the Yayin. Why? The reason why you're drinking wine is because the day is causing the wine. Because it's holiday or Shabbat, that's why you're drinking wine that day. Another reason is because the Yom came in first. What came first? The Yom came first. Right? Because you don't make Kiddush exactly when the day starts. You make Kiddush some, an hour or a half hour into the day. And therefore, since the Yom came first, mention Yom first. That's Bet Shemai. Bet Yilel, Bet Yilel says, no. <coughs> first make Barakha on the wine. Then make Barakha on the Yom. Because the wine causes the Kiddush to come. Okay? Wine will cause the Kiddush to come. What does that mean? That you only make Kiddush when you have either wine or bread. But if you're in a meal without wine or bread, you just have fruit, let's say, you can't make Kiddush. So you see that wine is the trigger. Without wine, you wouldn't be able to make Kiddush, and therefore wine goes first. Right? Tabarachet, another pshat. Berkat yain tadir. Berkat yom er tadir. 
תדיר שם תדיר, תדיר קודם. Wine you make all the time, and Kiddush you don't. You see from here it's not, not a good idea for a person to not have wine during the week. It looks like you shouldn't have wine just on Shabbat, because if you have wine only on Shabbat, then you don't have to deal. Uh-huh. Right? Maybe, I don't know. It's a good machine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't drink too much wine during the week. Actually, we have it on Purim also. Okay. What's another What's another Which means, why did Hey, Bet Shemai has two reasons, and Bet Yilel has only one reason. So we say, no, hachanam atatihu. Tadir v'shadir, tadir kodim. Says the Gemara, v'halacha, k'divay Bet Yilel, halacha follows Bet Yilel. Pshita, of course halacha follows Bet Yilel. We always follow Bet Yilel. Why do we need a Mishnah to tell me we follow Bet Yilel, we always follow Bet Yilel? Says the Gemara, d'ha nafik pat kol, we know that we follow Bet Yilel because there was a bat kol. Some say this brighter which says that we was before the batko, that's why we wrote it. So some bright thought are still quoted the same way, even though think everyone knows now we go to Betilel, but the brighter from was from before the batko when not everyone knew that we follow Betilel. Alternatively, <coughs> some could say it's after the batko. To be sure, who holds that you don't hold the bat call. If you remember, we have a famous Gemara. Mm-hmm. Rabbi Shua holds that you don't hold the bat call, where the, the bat call came and moved the walls of the building and moved the tree in the river, and Rabbi Shua was unimpressed, and he still held that, that we, we, follow, we follow this world and not the next world. If somebody switches it around, it's still okay? I don't know. I would assume so. I would assume so. Says the Gemara, "Heviul lefanav." The Mishnah says, "Heviul lefanav." They bring in front of the guy after kiddush. You go on to karpas. Now karpas, the Mishnah is telling you that the karpas we're talking about it is. They're using chazeret, they're using lettuce in karpas, which is also going to be used as maror. So now, so they're going to talk about a case where, the, we'll, we'll see in the Gemara why, but they're talking about a case where they're using lettuce for karpas and lettuce, lettuce for maror. So, so you dip with chazeret, with lettuce, until you get to parperetapat, until you get to the part that's right next to the matzah. Right? Which means the maror that's right after the matzah, then you do it again. Right? Then they bring in front of you matzah, and they bring you lettuce, and chaloset, and two cooked foods. Okay? What? Parperet pot is what's eaten after the pot, which means that this is the only lettuce that you have till you have the maror that's after the, the, the bread. Okay? 
They're referring paperet They're referring to the our maror, the thing that goes with the bread. What do we eat when we have the matzah? Moti matzah maror. So we're talking about right the kadesh urchatz karpas yahatz magid. We're ignoring the magid because when there's no eating, we're talking about only eating in this mishnah. And then we say right after we bring the paperet tapat, the maror that comes with the moti matzah. First was matzah, then was the moro. Oh, Correct. Parpetit means what comes after the pot. Uh-huh. Okay? <coughs> and you have two cooked dishes. Now we said there's a machloket here. Tanakama says, You bring the matzah, even though it's not a particular mitzvah. Or Elizabeth says, It is a mitzvah. It is a mitzvah. Or Makdash. That's the machloket about whether charos is a mitzvah. We'll see more about that. Umakdash in the Beit Hamikdash, during the Beit Hamikdash, they would also bring him the carbon pesach at this point. Okay, because you have to be able to, you have to refer to and say pesach zeh she'anu achlim alshuma. Right, we say right maror zeh and matzah zeh, but we say pesach. But in the time of the Beit they had the Pesach on the table, because at the point of the Korban Pesach and say Pesach is Okay? Top of Kuf Yudal Amurbet. So is the Gemara. Amar Eshlakish. Zotomer, this teaches us Mitzvot Tzichot Kavana. Mitzvot require Kavana. Why? From where? How do you see it's Kavana? Because if you had Rashi said, look at look, Rashbam. Mishum Haki Bai Tre This is why you need two dippings. Shema Lonet Kavim Berishon the Shemaror. Ho'il Uberech Allah Borpi Adama. Kishayakote Alma. Shari Enadain Achilat Matzat Maror. Levarech Allah Achilat Maror. Ada Haramatza. The reason why, really, this guy had lettuce for Karpas. So really, if you hold mitzvot and slichot kavana, so you should be said my maror already. I already had maror. So you see, oh yes, he fine. He wants to prove for me as the rest of the Torah that in general, all mitzvot, if you do them without having in mind, you're not yotzeh. Just like this fellow, even though he ate maror. Maror items, it's the same lettuce, it's the same piece of lettuce. He, but since he ate it with Bore Priyadama, Rashbam says, he didn't have in mind for Maror, therefore it doesn't work. That's what we're assuming. And therefore, Ishtakesh wants to prove to you to the rest of the Torah that if you do a mitzvah, let's say you blow the shofar, and you don't realize it's Oshana, or you picked up a lulav in a torah on the first day of Sukkot, and you didn't have in mind for the mitzvah for whatever reason, you're just handing it to your friend, and then you remember afterwards, did you do the mitzvah? Oh, I passed to my friend. Was that Yotzeh? Rish Lakish wants to say you're not Yotzeh. Even though you picked up a lulav and a tarog and had the seam to hand it to your friend, you, t- you thought you'd do it later, you never did it later. Rish Lakish says you're not Yotzeh. Look, you see from this case. Otherwise, why would they tell you to redip? Okay. So let's see inside. Uh, since he's not eating at the time of Maror, he's eating with the Maror. He probably didn't have in mind for the Maror. That's why you have to dip it again for the Maror. 
Because if you hold that mitzvah, don't eat kavanah. Why do you have to dip twice? You already dipped once. So the Gemara doesn't like Rish Lakish's statement. Who said, Really? Maybe I'll tell you, mitzvah don't require kavanah. This that you said, Why do I need two dippings? Maybe you need two dippings. This way the kids realize that something's different. Right? If on a regular day you dip once, we have to make you dip twice. So the kids ask, why are you dipping twice? And therefore, it couldn't be your say already. We're just dipping again for the kids. If you want to answer me, then why did the Mishnah tell me that, uh, why did the Mishnah have to tell me a case where the guy was dipping twice with lettuce? You could have picked a case where the guy was dipping celery first. And then he dipped lettuce afterwards. If you just want to, just need two dippings, they don't have to both be maror. So I could have picked that case. Gemara says no. I mean, I would have thunk. Wait, hold on. So the, if the Gemara only picked it for that reason, for the reason to tell you, for the kids, and then mitzvah don't need kavana. So. We're answering back, no, if, if we, I would have thunk, only when you have other things is when you need a dip twice. I would have thunk that if you have only chazeret, you don't need two dippings for kids. So you wouldn't have known to dip twice for the kids. So we see from here <coughs> that even lettuce, even though you're having lettuce, and you were Yotzeh Marot already on the first time, because, again, we're, this is all in the opinion of the rabbi who says, So you might have thunk that a guy who has only lettuce should only dip once, because he's ready to say the mitzvah, because mitzvot don't need kavanah. And therefore, that tells you that even chazet needs in order that kids come and ask and say, why are you dipping twice? So maybe we're saying, to sum it up, we're saying maybe mitzvot don't require kavanah. And we picked the case of lettuce to show you don't think that even though mitzvot don't, don't need kavanah, and you were Yotzei your mitzvah of maror when you dip the karpas, but you have to dip, dip again because we want the kids to ask. Mm-hmm. One more time. Hold on. Let's get this question. Ivan, is that clear or not so clear? Well, you have Shimshon with you also. So I'm going to do this again. Okay. Let's go. Rabbi number one. Rish Lakish says, Mitzvot need Kavanah. Is he clear? Why? Because you have a sec- second dipping. I, I, if, if Mitzvot don't need Kavanah, I was going to say already with the Karpas of lettuce. Is that clear? So no. he says you need two dippings because he needs Kavanah. Meaning, but if, but if he had had Kavanah on the first dipping, he would have been Yotzeh. He, good. Okay. Correct, yes. And therefore, probably he had no kavanah because he made bore priyadama. And therefore, he didn't have kavanah, so we need to dip it seven times. So you see, Mitzvot need kavanah. Now, the anti Rish Lakish comes in. He says, Who says? Maybe Mitzvot don't need kavanah. And therefore, in this case, when the fellow had lettuce, he was Yotse right away the first time he dipped it. Good. Now, Yotse Maror right away, correct. Now, uh, if so, you you might ask me. Well, if mitzvot need if mitzvot don't need kavanah, then why would they pick a case of a guy who has lettuce first? Just give me a case of a guy who's got uh, 
a guy who has karpas. In other words, hold on, I, I skipped a step, hold on. Really, Mitzvot don't need kavanah. And the reason why we have two dippings is only so the kids should ask. Right? It's, just, it's just a, 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 a teaser for the kids. So the kids say, what are we dipping so many times? What is it? And we, this way we'll tell you, oh, you want to know why we're dipping? Oh, because we were slaves in Egypt and yada, yada, yada. Okay? Are we clear, Ivan, with that or no? Yes, yes. Good. Now, th- when someone says that, you might respond to him and say, well, if it's just to dip twice, it doesn't have to be lettuce twice. Why did Mishnah pick an example where the guy is, is doing lettuce twice? He could add a, cel- a celery lettuce case. Right? And then, then I'll answer you back, says the anti-Reshlakish to himself. He's talking, this is all the anti-Reshlakish talking. The anti-Reshlakish says, I'll answer you back if I, t- I gave you a case of celery lettuce, so then you would have thunk that in a lettuce lettuce case, you don't have to dip twice, because you're already Yotzeh. So it comes to teach you that even in a lettuce lettuce case, you still have to dip twice, even though Mitzvot don't need Kavanah, because we need to have the kids asking questions. Yes, you were Yotzeh, but we need the kids to answer questions. So therefore, it all fits fine, according to the anti-Rish Lakish guy, it all fits fine to say that Mitzvot don't need Kavanah. Why isn't the case celery lettuce? From the, the celery lettuce case means that had, if the Mishnah would have picked an example of a celery lettuce guy mm-hmm. who has celery and then dips a second time, one might have made the error to think, oh, the Mishnah gave us a case of celery and lettuce. That's why the guy's got to get dipped twice. But a lettuce lettuce guy, a guy who has only... He's ready to say he doesn't dip twice. And we have to teach you that you have to dip twice for the kids. Otherwise the kids won't ask anything. If you have lettuce and you dip once, the kid's not going to ask anything because they just you have lettuce, he dipped once. Okay? Yeah. So that's a knockoff for Rish Lakish, who said Mitzvot need Kavanah. The odd, not only is it a knockoff logically that he can't logically prove it to us, and that we're not, Rish Lakish had the anti Kavanah guys against the wall. He said, Look, the Mishnah is against you. Look, the Mishnah says Mitzvot need Kavanah. So the rabbi came back and said, First of all, no proof from the Mishnah. The Mishnah could be telling me dip twice for the kids. That's first of all. And don't ask me questions about why Maror I got out of that. Okay. Second of all, I got a bright in my corner. Watch this brighter. Tanya, we learned in a brighter. Achlan Demai, if you ate the lettuce as Demai, Yatsayu Yotzeh, Achlan Lomit Kaven, now this Demai is, is, is the uh, fruit that you brought, got, bought from Amaret. We spoke about that many times. And we're not sure if he took away, took away to the That's We're not bringing a proof from that part. We're bringing proof from the second case of the Brayta, which says, If you ate it without having Kavanah, that's a straight up for the anti-Rish Lakish guy, right? anti-Kavanah guy. If you ate it in halves, the third law of the Brayta is not relevant for us, but it's the second law that a person can eat it in two halves as long as you don't have too long of a delay in between the two halves. But either way, you see straight up in the second law of the Brayta that you don't need Kavanah against Rish Lakish. Rish Lakish will answer you now, Tanaihi. Must be, there's a Machloket Tanaim. Yes, you have a Brayta that says they don't need Kavanah. But there could be Machloket Tanaim, and therefore our Mishnah might be like the rabbi who says, Mitzvot, Tzichot Kavanah, Rish Lakish will say. That part talks about Korban Pesach, right? Not the Masha. 
you want to know what that writer was referring to? Um, well, I think it's got to be talking about the the. It can't be talking about Korban Pesach because Demai Korban Pesach is never Demai. So it's related to the next one. I think they're all related. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, says the Gemara, Vakati Mimai, who told you that there's two Tanaim? Hold on. Tanaim, the Tanaim will enter the brighter. Mitzvah, even though it's a Mitzvah, even though Tibul Bachazeret, even though you dipped already once in Karpas, Mitzvah Lavid of Anam Chazeret Bachaloset, the Shet Tavshilin, you have to bring Chaloset and two Tavshilin, two cooked dishes. So you see that. Mitzvot do need kavanah. It's a mitzvah to bring you these things. Hold on. What do we see from that? You see that you have a mitzvah deoraita to eat the lettuce after the, after the matzah. Okay. Says the Gemara. Vakati Mimai, who told you there's another Tana who holds him to Tzichot Kavana? Maybe Ryosi says you have to bring the Matzah again, and even though he holds Matzot, don't need Kavana. Maybe that's only Hekerafetinokot, uh, right? In other words, in our Mishnah, we, Rabbi said that you have to bring a second time. Maror, after you dipped it the first time for Karpas, you have to bring it back a second time. You weren't here for the Sivan, but Shimshon was there for that, right? Now, we're assuming over here that the second dipping is a dipping for the mitzvah, and therefore you see mitzvot, tzichot kavana. Moses is not necessarily. Maybe it's en tzichot kavana, and you have to dip a second time, like we said before, in order the kids should ask their questions. Imken, my mitzvah. Why do we say it's a mitzvah? When we say it's a mitzvah to bring it in front of you, it sounds like it's a mitzvah not just for the kids, it's a mitzvah for the mitzvah of Al-Akhilat Maron. Okay, good. So, Resh Lakish seems like he's knocked out mitzvah don't need kavana. Says the Gemara, when it says you have to bring two dishes, what are they? Amravuna, silka v'orza. You can even bring beets and rice. It doesn't have to be meats. It could be meats and rice. In other words, for the Korban Hagiga, it's enough to have beets and rice. You don't have to have uh, meat, it's enough to have beets and rice, which are non-Korbanot items, it's okay, as long as they're cooked, it's good for Korban Hagiga. Rava, have a asilka va'oza. Hoyel v'nafak mipuma de Ravuna. Since Ravuna mentioned beets and oris, Rava would always have, for his zechel Korban Hagiga, beets and rice. Because he said... If Rav Huna said the words, I want to use it on my seder. Shema mi Rav Huna, we see from Rav Huna, let le 
No one's worried by Yerucham Nuri. The time we learned in the Brayta, Yerucham Nuri said, "Or is min daganu bechayun al chivu v'zochalets?" But that was the idea of Pesach. This is machloket about rice. Yerucham Nuri is a rabbi who holds that rice is one of the grains. There's six grains. We we hold wheat, rye, spelt, wheat, rye, spelt, oats, and barley are the five grains. Okay, and therefore, whenever something's of five grains, you can make hamotzi on it. And you can use it for matzah, and you could be it could be chametz. So Yerucham Menuri holds there's a sixth one, rice. Okay, and we see from the fact that Rava went to cook rice at his seder that we don't worry about Yerucham Menuri. You know, one might say, well, listen, Yerucham, we don't hold like him, but maybe you should just worry about him and not serve rice on Pesach. But you see from Rava that since Rav Huna had mentioned rice as a possible korban hagiga. That, and he would specifically go get rice, that means he, he's not worried about Yerucham Minuri, and they would eat rice on Pesach with no problem. Baruch Hashem, we ended off with an important point of eating rice on Pesach. Now, sorry, Ivan. Okay. Chizki Amar, Afil Alav, even if you have an egg, if you, sorry, even if you have fish with an egg on it, could be two dishes because... Because uh, even though you might think that since it's cooked together, it's really one cooked dish, but since it has two parts to it, the egg and the and the fish, it's fine. Rabbi Yosef Amar, Sarich Shnei Basar. You have two types of meats: Echad Zechel Pesach, Echad Zechel Chagiga. Okay. Ravina Amar, Afilu Garma B'Mishula. Even if you have a bone and soup, it's enough. Okay. Let's stop over here at the word Pshita. Okay. We'll start again tomorrow at the word Pshita on the bottom of the page. Pshita hechet ikashar Okay. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen. We're going to stop the recording.